Ask the beasts, and they will teach you, the birds of the air, and they will tell you. Who among these does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this? In his hand is the life of every living thing. Good morning to Br'er Chuck, Sis Annie, and good morning to everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the almanac for the last quarter of the harvest moon. Here are some natural events for this quarter moon. These October days, the leaves die just as humans do. They begin to lose their luster and they start to show their true colors. They gradually sever their ties to the tree which bore them and stop taking food and moisture from it. And finally, they let go to be spirited away on the wind to enrich the earth and future trees. This is sad, <clears throat> and there is another sadness of the season, the dying of so many young creatures on the roads. Mostly the yearlings of mammals, we see them by the scores, squirrels, porcupines, raccoons, skunks, beavers, foxes, martens, curled up as though sleeping peacefully on the shoulder. To some, this is a source of amusement. We've seen the menus for mythical roadkill restaurants listing rack of coon, skunk steak, or beaver burger. But this dark humor masks the shame we feel at seeing young creatures whose faces and forms grace our children's books and wildlife calendars, destroyed as collateral damage to our ruthless crusade for comfort, convenience, and velocity. It's like the morbid humor of soldiers through the ages, mocking the death of others, knowing that their own death could come just as blindly and suddenly. Every time we speed past our four-legged cousins, we're so like us genetically, we have to harden our hearts to such senseless slaughter just to keep on driving, and this endangers our souls. Some tender hearts put little whistles on their vehicles supposed to emit a high-pitched warning to let the little creatures know that a ton of steel is hurtling blindly toward them at a mile a minute. I hope they work. Some tough guys veer to hit the little wanderers on the way, or so I'm told. I hope they don't. God's eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. What to do? Well, several things. First, drive less and slower, and of course this makes good sense for many reasons. And second, most of these creatures are nocturnal, so if you have to drive at night, don't outdrive your headlights. Go 45 or less. Be alert for the lights of their eyes shining in the dark. And third, you could keep a shovel and gloves in the back of your vehicle, and if traffic allows, remove the dead from the road and respectfully bury them, or at least put them on the living soil at the side of the road, and say a prayer for them. This will save those who follow on the road from the pain of seeing such carnage, and it will also show the spirit of the creature and the Creator that someone cares. And if you have the stomach for it, take them home and respectfully put them to good use for food or fur, 
making something beautiful from something bad. Don't cry, don't curse, just care. Now here's a rank opinion, speaking of the young dying. If the purpose of our war in Afghanistan, which is rightly called the graveyard of empires, is really to defend Americans and win the hearts and minds of the Af uh, Afghan people, then can someone explain why so many of our youth and their children are dying there in this pathetic misadventure? An accomplishment truly worthy of the Nobel Peace Prize would be for President Obama to send not one more soldier, but instead to send an army of medical workers, teachers, agriculturalists, and engineers with just enough troops to protect them for as long as it takes while they heal and raise up a wounded and suffering nation. Save lives and win hearts in both countries. And then watch the Taliban driven into the hills, scorned and rejected by the people themselves. And finally, here are a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you this week. The first one from Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. Even if I knew that tomorrow the world would go to pieces, I would still plant my apple tree. And a prayer for any fallen creature. All our relatives, all living things, see this one who has fallen. See this one who lately walked the fields and busied himself with small things. All our family, hold her. Let her not be out of life long. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. I'm no expert. Go out and see for yourself.